0: Okay. Oh. And in five. But wait. No, hang on, though. Don't we need, like, don't you have to do, like, the quiet time?
1: No, that's after we do the intro.
0: Oh. I'm sorry for it's this. It's okay. Stupid. And
1: in five, four, three, two.
0: Hi. Welcome back. I'm Summer.
1: And I'm Kate. <laughs> it's been a minute. <laughs> it's been lots of minutes.
0: <laughs> well, let's start off with a fun fact. So, this was a little article on the New York Times, and it says, have you seen this trophy? And I'm not a sports fan. I don't know what's going on. One time I went to a basketball game, and I got confused because they switched sides. And I was like, (laughs) we scored. And then the person was like, no, they didn't. And I was confused. Okay. That's the thing I know about sports. But this is really cool. It's called the Brunswick Bulk Colander Cup. And it was given to the first pro football champions, but it's been missing since 1920. Uh-huh. No one knows where it is. So it's like a 100-year-old trophy, super cool, made of sterling silver, and it's one of like the greatest pieces of American sports memorabilia, because it was the first pro football champions ever. And ever since it was given over to the winners, it's never been seen since. And Who won it? Uh, it was the... do Where did it go? I never heard... Akron Pros.
1: Yeah, I don't know who that is. Yeah, I don't either.
0: Maybe they're not even a team anymore.
1: Yeah, maybe they took it because I... Uh, I don't know. Have you ever... You know, I feel like... Haven't famous paintings been stolen before? Like, haven't the Mona Lisa been stolen?
0: I read a... I or, like, other with, things like that? Yeah, I heard a really good podcast. Was it the Mona Lisa? it was
1: something big yeah and it right? was like
0: yeah and it was hidden underneath it had to do with like it was in the loo but like this guy wanted to take the art back to italy uh-huh. because it was like a period of really intense nationalism and so he somehow got it and then it was just stored, un- like you know how you have drawers underneath your stove. Mm-hmm. It was stored like underneath that drawer, underneath someone's stove in their apartment for like, like a
1: famous painting. Yeah,
0: it, it might have been the Mona Lisa.
1: Mm, no, because no. I don't know. Wow, we're we're just spin facts <laughs> that make no sense. But I think it's I think all those stories are interesting because I know it's happened before. Like famous paintings have been. Like found somewhere, not recently, but definitely like in the like eighteen hundreds or nineteen hundreds, the theft. Okay, so summer is looking up. It's the theft that made the Mona Lisa a masterpiece. I knew it was stolen. This is it. This is. Oh, it was was, was in the
0: stove. It was in the yeah. It was in the Louvre. It was taken by three Italian bandit men i haven't listened to that podcast
1: and it had to have been over like eight months oh wow. man so i said the mona lisa and you said the stove and we came up okay list guys so you had to totally believe everything we say from here on out because <laughs> we just we got it right so that is true i think that's so crazy is that I, yeah. why it's so like ratchet looking because it was like in a stove i don't
0: know i think it's just ratchet.
1: Because it's old. <laughs> <laughs> so, and
0: art history major is going to come for
1: us. Alright, well, whatever. We'll I... just roll the intro.
0: Oh, honestly, hang on. Before we go to the intro, oh, no. I don't think the little Lisa's... Like, obviously it's a really good painting, but I don't think it's that great. And I don't understand all the hype. I mean, it's
1: cool. Like, it's cool because her eyes follow you.
0: Yeah, I guess that part is cool, but like the rest of the painting I'm just kinda like
1: Yeah, I mean it was good. Like it but I understand what you mean. There's lots of paintings that look just like it. Yeah. And if you take away the fact that like it's the Mona Lisa and then it's been brain in our minds, like it doesn't really differ. Again, our history majors coming for us. They're probably gonna roll up in our Twitter comments. Also guys, we have our Twitter now, so make sure to tweet us. Yeah. Um but yeah. Mona Lisa, man. Can we
0: over all the intro now?
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Welcome back to Tell Me More, the podcast with Kate and Summer. Um. This is our, I guess, eighth episode, maybe, now. Um,
0: we can't count. We
1: can't count. We are running behind. We haven't seen each other for a while over break. We saw each yeah. other last week, right? Yeah. Um. But so. other than that, we kind of had that six-week break of not a lot of podcasting time, so... Sorry guys, if you're really upset about not having, <laughs> <Someone> <laughs> upset. I don't know. Um, the wild thing is, we do have like a struggle of listeners every day, or I guess every week. We have, yeah. Know? Even though we're not posting, we still have we're people listen, up. and I don't know how that's possible. <laughs> um, so I just want to thank all of our listeners out there.
0: Yeah. Um. It's really surprising.
1: How did we reach two hundred?
0: Yeah, we, we did. did. Yeah. Oh, but that right. boggles my mind because I don't I'm I i do not have two hundred friends.
1: I know. So we're definitely doing good. Like, yeah, like I
0: I don't know. And now it's us like, reaching
1: a thousand. I think we can do it.
0: I'm I am the Taylor Swift surprised face.
1: That's true. Huh? We're her at the award show, confused. Again, somewhere I think we're gonna make it big. I'm having a good feeling about this. <laughs> um it's gonna be good. Sadly, we don't have any special guests today. Yeah, it's just the two
0: of us. Yeah, we're back to the OG. (laughs) (laughs) And it's going to be really good. Yeah, we got... Okay, actually though, I'm really, really excited about our content for the day.
1: Me too. Should we
0: jump right in? Yeah. Okay. So what are we talking about today? Summer? We're going to talk about the history of auto-tune.
1: Okay, we love that.
0: Okay, so... It all goes back to this guy. His name is Dr. Andy uh, Hildebrand, okay?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so you're thinking, what does this Andy Hildebrand guy do? Well, he was a mathematician, which we love STEM. Go ahead mm-hmm. And he analyzed seismology data to help ExxonMobil find oil drilling sites out in the okay. ocean. So we're not going to touch on that. Uh, but he really loved music. That was, like, his big passion in life. And then... Even when he was in college, he taught flute lessons to other people in order to help pay for his college. Like, he was that into it. And then in 1989, which we talked about is really cool because that's Taylor Swift's album, the year Taylor Mm -hmm. Swift was born, Mm -hmm. he developed Uh, Auto-Tune. And then he founded the—I don't know if this is pronounced 100% correctly, but it's the Antares Audio Technology Company. And they're the ones who basically were developing the technology for Mm Autotune. And, like, when they developed it, he wasn't even entirely sure, like, the gigantic role that Autotune would play. Because, essentially, it came up as, like, a joke one time. He was talking with a singer, and she was like, ha, 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 it'd be really great if you could make some technology that made me sing better. Mm -hmm. And he was like, hmm. Mm -hmm. And then he did. And so, basically, it's the same, um, like or similar math and algorithms and technology to the kind of uh, uh, stuff that he used when he was doing the seismology data. So I thought that was really cool. And then, sorry, I've been talking a long time. (laughs) This is really fun. And so then, uh, like, what's considered the most well-known start, which is a year after this technology was out on the market, and there had been, like, little, tiny, very light, understated uses of autotune and then Cher came in with mm-hmm. believe and just blew it out of the water and started using autotune as how we mm-hmm. see it in the modern age so yeah. go Share. yeah
1: we listened to it beforehand before the podcast and it was the beginning the like verse one there was a lot of autotune I yeah. was kind of shook um but the chorus is good I really like that um but you can definitely – I think people – well, hold on. So the the stat that it was is, like, 99% of music today uses autotune, right?
0: Yes, it is estimated that 99% uses yeah. autotune. And I thought
1: that production. was interesting because yeah. a lot of people think autotune is, like, the typical – um,
0: Yeah, yeah like, almost voice. robotic
1: type where mm-hmm. there's basically – the voice is kind of being overshadowed, overshown, overridden? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's overshadowed. Overshadowed by... First the charm. Exactly. By that layer of, like, almost roboticness. Mm-hmm. But then we were looking at all the other things that Out of Tune has now morphed into, which I think is interesting. Yeah. That there's... I mean, it's basically now just used to smooth out of the transitions between pitches and vocals to have kind of a nice layer of you know like clean cut yeah you know a
0: warmth to vocals yeah exactly kind of.
1: and I also liked how it talked about how it adds more so it allows people to have more of an emotional attachment to the song because yeah. their brain isn't thinking about the fact that there might be something out of pitch yes yeah and I thought that was so good because and I don't know if this is right again I'm just spitballing here but whenever I listen to music pre-90s I kind of low key hate it and it sounds bad but to me it always sounds so different compared to the music we hear now right. and I really think it is because of the altitude. to me it just doesn't sound right like it it, like kind of hurts my head to listen to it but I get it because there wasn't that pitch corrector it was literally like if there was a mistake in the song or in the voice and they didn't catch it then it that's what it was that's what was recorded like that's just how it was
0: yeah and And then just less refined technology exactly
1: and so it it, it's not that I don't like the sounds it's that my brain I think we're so used to hearing things auto-tune and sounding perfect that when we listen back to music predating that that it kind of doesn't sound good to our ears at least that's for me this could all be wrong again but thinking back to our Mona Lisa the moment our minds are kind of powerful so I'm gonna say I'm right <laughs> that's
0: it. you got confidence exactly exactly yeah. but I just thought that was so cool I mean when you think about like all these people that are using AutoTune, like Queen, The Beach Boys, people like Charlie XCX,
1: Charlie like, Baby,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Baby, uh-huh. uh huh, Share, like none of these people are in the same genres, and they're uh, Beyonce mm-hmm. and Jay Z are using it. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of these people are in the same genres.
1: Exactly, and.
0: It's, it, you remember in the article it also said that Jay Z said that the death of Autotune was coming and now it's now it's here to stay.
1: Yeah, it's forever ingrained in technology and music right. tech. Yeah,
0: yeah. But while we're talking about music, should we mm-hmm. talk about Lord and the Grammys? Um,
1: yes, Queen. So love her. yes. So as you guys know, we definitely love Taylor Swift, but there's also another Queen in our lives, and that is, um, Lord. Also known as Ella. Uh Uh-huh. What's her last name? I'll look it up. I forgot. I know, me too. I guess we're not big enough fans.
0: This is what was really interesting to me, though. First of all, I listened to Melodrama in its entirety the other night. Oh, that's so amazing. I don't know why. I promise I wasn't having a life crisis. Um, Yeah. I just did. Well,
1: sometimes I listen to it even when I'm not having a life crisis. Yeah. Because it's that good.
0: It really is. It's Ella Ulick O'Connor. But this oh yeah yeah okay interesting yeah. to me is when you look at like credits written on songs for writing versus production when it's a written credit she goes by Ella but when it's a production credit she goes by Lord yeah that is really cool I don't really know cool. what that means but mm-hmm. I I thought it was intriguing to point out maybe someone will tweet us the answer.
1: Yeah, tweet us your answer, guys.
0: Yeah, what is what are you Lord
1: stands theory? come for us. Yeah. <laughs> um The
0: Lord stands are are dying off they're in starvation mode I until know. she releases a new album. But
1: yeah, love that <laughs> I heard that tweet. Okay, that tweet sent me whenever uh, uh there was one and it was whenever Taylor released her uh trailer for Yes,
0: and there was one <laughs> tiny clip of the side of Lord's face
1: Accounts were like Lord appeared in Miss Americana, the documentary. I'm like, really? Yeah. And then really? It's like,
0: the Lord stands are starving. Oh,
1: it's so funny. But melodrama came out in twenty seventeen. It's
0: been a hot minute. It has,
1: but I mean, I guess when you think about it, like a lot of artists do kind of come out with music, not every two years, like Taylor, or... Yeah, she was contractually Oriana, or... Oriana or, <laughs> comes out with music every day, it seems like. Yeah, um, that one no like, period, with, like, <laughs> two albums. Yeah, I like, was like, album. I can't handle this all at once. <laughs> I was like, what do I what do? Yeah, do? it was a lot. Okay, but let's talk about it. Let's talk about her and how great this album is.
0: It's fantastic. It feels like being 19.
1: It does. It... I'm trying to think back to the first time I ever listened to it.
0: I know the first time I ever listened okay, to it. Okay, tell me your story. The first time <laughs> that I listened to it, uh, I didn't, okay, I don't know the first time I listened to it in its entirety, but the first song that I heard off of it was Rider in the Dark, and I was like, art. Mm-hmm. It was so good. It really spoke to me. <laughs> yeah, that one is good. And you have a shirt of that? I do. Mm-hmm. It's like a pink shirt and then written in like white, yeah. kind of like the hippie letter, 70s. Yeah, hmm uh font says right in the dark i
1: love it yeah it is good i think and people are gonna hate me for this i guess not people you or any other lore (laughs) fans um but the first time because i in high school i remember listening to her songs like the popular ones right like royals um what is another one that was really popular uh
0: tennis tennis court
1: yeah, royal, and there was another one on her first album.
0: I mean, it was like, ribs is like a cult classic, but it wasn't really. But it made. wasn't
1: like radio. Oh, team. Team, yes, yes. Um, so those two, and that kind of got me into it. I was like, this is new. Like, this is a new sound. And so I listened to her album every once in a while, just the first one. And then when her second album came out, twenty seventeen, right? We were nineteen.
0: Was I nineteen? Yeah. It came out in the summer. Oh,
1: you're so right. Yeah. Oh, man.
0: I remember... See, I know because I would listen to it on my commute.
1: Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I I think I listened to Green Light. It was good. Then I listened to some of the other songs, and I don't know if I... I don't think I liked it, but I think it's because I just didn't... Listen to the lyrics enough, or I like, and that's how it is a lot of times. Upon first listen to things, I don't really like it because my brain isn't used to it yet.
0: Yeah. you know, that's a and psychology so, thing. Exactly, like you, you like things more the more you're around them.
1: Exactly, and so I listened to it again. And when I met you, and when I met one of our other friends, um, we, you guys were like, you have to listen to this. And so I gave it another yeah. shot, and I fell in love. It's it's like
0: the whole album tells a story all together. It does really nice. Sometimes, though, I do just, like, listen to random songs on it, just when yeah. feel like it. I love hard feelings and loveless. Oh, that's, that's really so
1: good. good. Also, I have the lyrics pulled up to Melodrama, Sober 2 Melodrama. <laughs> um, I love just the part where they'll talk about us all lovers, how we kissed and we killed each other, and how yeah. it's, like, a almost – parallel to Romeo and Juliet. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh, you didn't? I thought you were the one that told me this. No, that
0: wasn't me. I I just think that line's kind of funny because I think, like, everyone that's our age, like, every single relationship is so dramatic. All yes
1: but and that's why i loved it because it was such a huge parallel to romeo and juliet mm-hmm. being so such a huge melodrama. they're so like, annoying exactly and i low-key hate romeo and juliet and so whenever this song came out i was like oh she's definitely like hating on this
0: yeah. oh but super cut also uh,
1: let me pull up the lyrics to that and try Supercut. to find my favorite ones
0: i like i like the bridge oh yeah And then when she screams, Mm -hmm. I love that.
1: Guys, if you haven't listened to this album, please do. It deserved a Grammy. It really did, and I don't think I'll ever forget that she lost Album Mm -hmm. of the Year. Well,
0: see, this is what was funny is Metal Drama made it on a lot of those lists of like the best albums of the decade, Mm -hmm. but Twenty Four Carat didn't.
1: Twenty Four Carat.
0: Yeah, that's Bruno Mars' album that won. Album of the year. I thought
1: that Lord lost. I thought it was Beck that won over here. Was it really Bruno Mars? Over? Yeah, it was Bruno
0: Mars Twenty Four K. Are right? you serious? Yes.
1: Oh no! Uh, this whole time, uh, time I thought it was Beck. Why did no, I think that? I think who? That I think he, he won over Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Yeah. <gasps> uh, did he beat her
0: out
1: over Red? I don't remember. I think it was red. Or was it Reputation? No, it, I don't
0: think that was. Who last won year. over
1: Reputation? I don't know. Was she? No, maybe she wasn't even nominated. Guys, okay, let me just let me just
0: say She wasn't nominated for the I don't that think mutation, she was so either she, trash,
1: not, just she as wasn't. I thought. Trash. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Okay. The lyrics of Supercut. Uh-huh. Let's so you want the bridge? Yeah. Okay, and that's not how they break it up for some reason. Um
0: and she's it's the one where it's like when you call off forgive and not fight, because yeah. also the moments I play in the dark, uh-huh. wild and fluorescent, come home to my heart.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yes, that. Mm-hmm. The whole thing.
0: <laughs> that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. And then she, like, goes, come home to my heart. Ah! Yeah. And she, like, makes that. Ooh,
1: ah! that's good. Okay, also, okay. The Louvre. No, no, no. Perfect Places. This one is so, okay. I think Perfect Places has bad rep. Because people are like taking it and it's like almost a basic song. But it's not. I hate how it got like overplayed, I think. It's Perfect
0: places is really good.
1: It is like okay, let me talk. And it's so interesting that when it came out we were nineteen and in I know. And in the first line it says, It's just another gracious light night. I hate the headlines and the weather. I'm nineteen and I'm on fire. But when we're dancing, I'm alright. So, oh it's so good
0: I have chill bumps I have little tiny chills Ugh. yeah
1: and then this part where it says <laughs> um cause we're young and we're ashamed send us to perfect places all our heroes fading now I can't stand to be alone let's go to perfect places I think that line now I can't stand to be alone is so good it I think it sums up our generation totally right
0: yeah. I think perfect places is this like it's like a college our generation
1: song it is it's it, I don't think anyone can stand to be alone anymore. We're we're going to take a deep turn, but I really just, everyone's always on their phones. Everyone's always in constant contact with each other. No one ever actually takes time to just sit and think about themselves and what they want to do. And I see it whenever I teach. I see these kids literally not be able to focus on anything and just be so obsessed with their phones and they always want to have them out and they won't listen to anything I say. And I'm just going to go on a rant about <laughs> my teaching experience. But it's just like, I know every, you know, every generation always kind of looks down the people younger than, than them. And they're like, we weren't like that, blah, blah, blah. Like, so I don't want to be that person. But I'm also like, this is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Because even if we were like that, that's still not good, you know? Yeah. Like, it's still bad, even if our generation was like this. But that's another topic for another day.
0: Can I read you my favorite part mm-hmm. of Hard Feelings?
1: Mm-hmm. I know. Yes. Oh, I that's, know that it probably. These songs are so good. Oh, my gosh. The
0: thing is, is that I probably, sh- it should be the one where it's like, I love myself the way I used to love you. But this is actually my favorite part. Okay,
1: okay. That one is good. You're right.
0: <laughs> this one just tops it though. She says, three years, loved you every single day, made me weak. It was real for me. Real for me. Now I'll fake it every single day till I don't see, yes. till I feel you leave. But I still remember everything, how we drift buying groceries, how you dance for me. And I'll start little, letting go of little things till I'm so far away from you.
1: That last line, cause isn't that the end before before it moves into? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: What is this tape? This is my favorite uh, tape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: that line where it's like, I'll start letting you go of little things while I'm so far away from you is so. Oh, that's not, I'm like literally getting chills. Power. Everyone is listening to this. Either they left already, they're like, we're done. That once they start talking about music, we we just leave, or which is transcending
0: as well. Or they're
1: transcending as well. Yes, yeah, so guys, please. Please listen to this. I don't... I can't even tell you. This album is the best. It is probably one of my favorite albums ever. I will even say more than Taylor Swift, just because this might be the most cohesive album where I... I never skip a song on this album.
0: You can't. You can't. It's Every
1: single song is good. There's not a trash song. Like, no offense, Taylor, but... Your song, Stay, 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 might be the worst song I've ever heard okay. in my life. Or Starlight. Starlight. Or I,
0: Starlight. I don't mind those that much. Oh my
1: gosh, get out of here. <laughs> One thing
0: that I do think is really interesting is I love looking at like producer credits. And guess who produced some of the songs on Melodrama? Who? Joel Little. Such as Super He helped
1: produce stuff on this newest album, Lover, right?
0: And on Red? Yeah. And Taylor's previous albums as well. So I just think that's interesting that okay. he's, uh, you know, going around producing a lot of the music that I enjoy. Also shows how versatile of a producer he is to be able to produce things off of Red and then come oh, over and produce Red. stuff here.
1: I just want to also end on a uh, good note is red also deserved a grammy so the two albums i'll never forget or i mean they probably won something right for but i mean album of the year when i say grammy i mean album of the year but oh. red deserved album of the year and especially considering all the lists that came out at the end of this past year talking about best albums of the decade red was at the top like on a couple and it is that good of an album. Again, the two songs on there, Stay to Stay and Starlight, probably could have been trash. Um, so that's why I I like Stay
0: Stay Stay. I think it's oh cute. Oh my
1: okay, well, all the Stay 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 fans out there, uh, you can you can talk to Summer, but not she me. She did
0: not win anything for melodrama.
1: Nothing. See nothing trash. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's like, does no one have taste anymore? But again, just if, I don't know if any of you guys are following the news about the Grammys, but, you know, that ex-president or whatever, was she a president? I don't know what it was. Ex-something, oh, that yeah, was a lady. big name in the Grammys, came out and was like, yeah, this is all rigged. And I'm like, yeah. mm-hmm. That's what I thought. So I just
0: looked it up. Uh, Red was nominated for country album and album of the year. Uh... And it did not win
1: either. Oh my, are you kidding me?
0: Did not win either, just a single nominee.
1: <sighs> I don't get it. I don't, I don't What's get it. What's
0: not clicking? What's not clicking? I don't
1: get it. I, I will never forget that. I will die and I will still have that. How can you have, have that
0: like that? Exactly. In an album. And I just, I can't. You go from the Lou. And those lyrics, basically talking about how, like, wild and, like, mythical and magical, like, the beginning mm-hmm. of a relationship is, and how you're just, like, completely obsessed with somebody, and it, like, makes no logical sense at all. And, like, so much so, they're like, oh, we need to hang us in the loo. To hard feelings and loveless in those lyrics, how do you... I know how what did 24 karat bring to the table
1: nothing that not, i don't even no one even remembers that Besides no one versace listens versace to that on the floor it's all not good Ugh. okay
0: versace on the floor is kind of good
1: okay yeah but like but one not, song not no. not in
0: comparison i know
1: i'm like what's happening here i
0: can't believe that
1: Ugh. how also, do you What do you Bruno also Morris today exactly not here but I will say, also, all too well, how do you go from lyrics like, time won't fly, it's like I'm paralyzed by it, i like to be my old self again, but I'm still trying to find it, how do you go from lyrics like that, to being, who won, what year was that, 2013 Grammys? Uh, or 2012? Or 2014? I
0: think it's the 2014?
1: Mm-hmm. No. 2013. It
0: would have had to have been 2013, because the album came out in 2012. Yeah, but it came out in November. Did it make the Grammy sale? It was the
1: twenty fourteen, you were right. Oh no. Who won? Who won? Because I'm gonna lose it. Was this one Beck?
0: I think this one was Beck. Oh no,
1: get out of here, Beck. <laughs> it
0: was. It was morning face like <sighs> that.
1: Where is he now? Non existent, I'll tell you that.
0: He he is actually he's been around a long time.
1: Okay, sorry, Beck. Still triggered. Um honestly some we probably need to wrap this up. We kinda went over time.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I was really, was really passionate. So. Me too. We're
1: about at that thirty minute mark. So, All right. if you guys are still listening,
0: thanks for listening to that. Um, yeah. Also, like seriously, tweet us. Tweet us. Do we have any
1: tweets from yeah. anyone else?
0: Oh. Um, Has anyone
1: at mentioned us?
0: Uh. Let me check. Probably not. Probably not, but I think it would be really fun if someone did. <laughs> we need to start
1: tweeting <laughs> at people and maybe get into that Twitter sphere. We need more followers. Follow us, That's true. like, comment, subscribe, follow. I think I already said that. Do all the things that you can do. Yeah. Um,
0: Just to remind everybody, um, our Twitter handle is at... Tell me more. (laughs) P O D C One.
1: Pod? What happened why can't we a podcast? It was
0: too long. Really? Yeah. They put
1: a max on Twitter handle name. Um,
0: Okay, that's okay, we are getting on topic.
1: It's okay, thank you, Summer.
0: But please, please tweet us. Tell us your thought about the Grammys, Auto Tune, and Melodrama. Mm hmm
1: Well, thank you for listening to another episode of Tell Me More, the podcast. I have been Kate. (laughs) Okay, hold on. So I listen, you know I listen to the Views podcast. And every time David Dobrik signs off with, he signs off with, I have been Jeff. My name has been Jeff. So I'm going to say, my name has been Kate. And you can say, and I'm Summer. I'm Summer. And we'll see you next week. Bye. (laughs) Bye.